Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Speaking of smart speakers, is that a possible security risk in your home? Is Alexa or Google Home or Siri spying on you? Kind of, sort of, yeah. Uh, we'll get the details. We'll also, we'll talk a little bit about Russian hackers uh, and the, the recent spat between Google and Epic Games. Uh, we're going to be talking to Tom Kelly, the CEO of ID Experts, a Portland, Oregon-based provider of data breach and identity protection services, uh, Silicon Valley serial entrepreneur and an expert in cybersecurity technologies. Mr. Kelly, how are you, sir? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Uh, the, so the first uh, question uh, out of the gate, uh, we, we've been talking a lot about the, uh, the the influx of smart speakers in the homes. You know, the past couple of years, uh, they've really started to take hold. I mean, and I'll admit, I got four of them in my house. And, you know, they're convenient to a point and inconvenient to another point. Uh, but it is a bit of a security risk. I mean, we've seen stories about how someone's uh, Amazon Alexa speaker had recorded a conversation and then mailed it to somebody else or made a call to somebody accidentally uh, and uh, and that that, that data kind of gives you the heebie-jeebies on those smart speakers there's ways to lock them down but how much of a security risk is it and is it one of those ones where you have to kind of accept that well if i'm going to have this piece of technology in my home i kind of have to accept that this could be a vulnerability well, that's true. For The answer is yes. <clears throat> if you're going to take advantage of uh, all the benefits of, just use Alexa as an example, but they're all, they all fall in the same category, mm-hmm. this is a device that's recording nonstop. Not recording, it's listening, yeah. listening nonstop. And the minute it hears the wake word that you've got plugged into there, it comes from the factory with the wake word Alexa or computer or Amazon. As soon as it hears that, it goes into a record mode. And going into that record mode, it then starts recording that in order to, in fact, serve up whatever it is you've requested. Now, what you have to understand is that everything that you're talking when you're recording, everything that you're feeding into it, play me this piece of music, go to the store and buy this product, uh, check my calendar, do this, do that, do that, anything, is in fact now part of the recorded and stored dialogue at Amazon mm-hmm. about your life. So let's put it in a, even a broader perspective. The advertisement that ca- Amazon is uh, that's got on the on the television right now about the father and the le- young daughter at home, where the speaker is saying, "Now we change your diaper. Uh, you know, mom is traveling. Now we change your diaper, and this is what she gets for lunch. And then you take her to this this uh, location here, and you do that, and do this, and do this. And at the end, it says, and by the way, you know, Owen, mommy loves you both. You know, that is a a beautiful, endearing little dialogue, but that's a very private conversation between uh, husband and wife, mother and father, and the daughter and the infant, all of which now is stored at Amazon, and we entrust Amazon to care for whatever information they're getting. So that's a decision that you and your listeners get to make, but in exchange for that convenience, that is the data that is uh, is being recorded. Mm-hmm. Level of of understanding, quote, the security risk, is that everything, it's, it is, in fact, inviting in uh, Amazon 
as a trusted member of your family to care for all the information it is collecting and gathering on you. It, 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 you I mean, that's you, know, you have to accept if you're going to have these in your voice. I mean, I can say I can pull up my Google account because I have, like I said, I have homes in my house, and I can actually find the audio files of every time I've asked us to do something. I'm just going to hold my phone up to the microphone, and you should be able. Well, it helps if I turn the uh, the, the the sound <clears throat> up, doesn't it? You most absolutely you can, unless you and unless you cut that shut that tracking and that history down it's there it is there and continue and so whether it's the fact that your if your uh, your 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 phone and all the apps continue to ask you for uh, your location data and the ability to track you on that because it makes it easier for us to serve up information mm-hmm. it also places your location at the hands of the app developer and the apps that are in there and so your actual personal location now becomes hackable and uh, and someone can decide where where you are and how to follow you. These are uh, uh, you know we're, we're somewhat cavalier in our own personal lives on the information that if somebody said, hey, would you like to now invite this corporate uh, enterprise whose whose motivation is to generate profit to share in all your personal life experiences and keep that stored in there and trust that they will guard it the same way you will. Well, I bet you a lot of people wouldn't answer that. Sure, they would be able to do that. <laughs> I, I guess it's just okay. a matter of how much you trust that company to at least, you know, if if they're gonna, you know, if you know, if they're you know profit driven as most companies are, so I would say all companies are, you know, that at the very least you at least trust them not to do ill with that technology. I think that's kind of the uh, where where people uh, get uh, get on the nervous side of things with like the Facebook and the Cambridge Analytica story or something like that. It's like, look, you trust Facebook. With that information uh, with the thought that, well, you're not going to give it to anybody who I don't think should have it. And that's kind of where that story. Except came. they did. Except they did both on the with the Republican election and the Democratic election. They did do that because their business model was to make it available, even though. And that was I mean, that's nobody really disputes that it was just right. varying degrees. And, and in, in Facebook, what they uh, you know, Facebook, we turned over all this information through the like button. I like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're sharing all this information. I like it. I have friends, and that kind of expanded. You know, uh, you might like something I've done. Then we end up being connected on Facebook, and then somebody else gets connected. So those three or four or five times removed, it becomes an, a mass, a massive uh, array of contacts that you might have or I might uh, that are once, twice, thrice, three, or five times removed from the initial event. Mm-hmm. So. It, you know, I don't, I, I don't proclaim, I don't say it to my friends or in family. I mean, we run around paranoid. It's just be alert to what it is you're handing over. Absolutely. What, what it is. And, and once the cases that you, we have, we call it the, the, the Amazon. Mm-hmm. But, and I'm not picking on them, just stating the obvious. They're also connected into your smart house. Say they're connected into your ability to, uh, to regulate your heat. You can connect it, you know, Alexa, you know, turn the temperature up, cool the house, uh, you know, it's any uh, turn on my doorbell camera. All these different access points become uh, entry levels to take unauthorized access. You know, there's two. There's the authorized sharing of your data mm-hmm. that could in ways you don't want, but the fact is you still authorized it and let them record and do it. And then there's the ability to your your home network, or if it's being used in a business, to penetrate a business network and now and use that device as to enter your uh, private information. Uh, uh, shifting uh, topics, we had a story last week come out um, 
more more hackers from uh, from the Kremlin. Okay, I shouldn't say the Kremlin. That that insinuates the capital. More hackers from Russia. Uh, uh, more uh, biz- companies, groups, uh, state sites. Specifically, this time, Republican think tanks that have been critical of Moscow. I guess uh, specifically. Uh, the Hudson Institute and the International Republican Institute uh, have all had attacks tracked back to the group Fancy Bear, uh, a Russian hacking group that was unveiled to be a GRU or Russian Intelligence Agency operation. Uh, so uh, that's a pretty uh, uh, gnarly uh, uh, story to have. Microsoft was the one uh, putting that story out there by uh, company president Brad Stroll of six domains via court order that were set up to uh, deploy what they call a spear phishing attack. Yeah. Well, we know that there's a whole array of what we call illegal hacking or hacking activities out there that are designed to either steal information, disrupt information, uh, whether it's uh, North Korea uh, hacking into uh, cryptocurrency exchanges mm-hmm. to uh, to fund operations and steal uh, steal cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin being the most common one, where, where whether it's uh, we know that there's been plenty of examples of the of the of of Iran and other country, countries in that general area that have used their 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 hacking techniques to attack uh, financial institutions and others that are looking to be disruptive. I mean, there is a host of what I call state actors that are bad, mm-hmm. including evidence that Russia has done it. And then there's a host of organized crime. And you've got the equivalent of what I call the malicious act- actors that are. Um, it's the the kid that used to, you know, before before uh, graffiti became an art form, the kid that would write a, you know, on a wall just to express his his, yeah. know, his, <laughs> his teenage you angst, know. right? Exactly. But the but the fact is, uh, uh, you know, you got the kids who are hacking. Uh, you know, the level of understanding of the technology, all this to make your listeners hygiene, mm-hmm. changing your password, not using public networks. And when you're, con- you know, when you're transacting, you know, important financial transactions online, make sure you're in a secure network, make sure that your passwords are changed, that you check on how, how accurate they are. And, and when it comes to these smart speakers, be alert to what you're connecting them to be educated take advantage of the benefits they bring, but be educated about the risks that they bring with them as well. One final uh, story I wanted to talk to you about. There was a a recent back and forth between Google and Epic Games. Epic Games, the publisher of the very popular Fortnite game uh, that's been out on consoles, PC, iOS, then finally came out on Android uh, a couple of weeks ago. Epic made the call to release the installer not on the Google Play Store, but on their own website. Google said, hey, that's not going be really secure, uh, but Epic basically saying they don't want to pay the 30% on all transactions that would go to Google for doing it through the store. Well, then, lo and behold, apparently there was a big security bug with the installer. Google let Epic know. Epic fixed the bug. But then, within a week out, Google said, hey, by the way, that whole security thing we were worried about, yeah, that definitely happened. Google's pissed off at Epic. Epic's pissed off at Google. And they both kind of have their points of view on this one. Well, there's no question that Google... Google is exercising its market dominance and it was flexing its muscle uh, saying that, you know, <laughs> you know, it's flexing its muscle. On mm-hmm. it. And uh, Google is a, uh, an extraordinarily um, influential company. It is very powerful. And uh, I believe that Google is probably going to remain for a long time in the, uh, in, you know, in the centerpiece of, of, of attention because of its market dominance. And especially given what it does, it serves up information. Mm-hmm. So when a when a company has the the market position to serve up information, uh, motivation 
unbiased serving or they have a revenue model too that's tied to advertising and and ranking the information based on who spends money with them and, and others. Um, I think Google is going to find itself in a in you know kind of a centerpiece of conversation for some extended period of time. And it's also they're so incredibly successful they draw attention. But you're right, both sides has their have their points there and. Uh, I think that's that won't be the, the last of the stories you're going to hear about. No, nah, I think that's going to go back and forth for a while because that is one for of the one of the most. But uh, you can certainly understand the the Epic Game uh, motivation to avoid the uh, you know avoid the the thirty percent tax on their uh, on on their uh, app revenue. Yeah, and and, uh, and I definitely get that. But one of the big uh, arguments against them doing it on their own was that well, you're going to lose the security uh, security, uh, of, uh, putting on the Google play store and immediately right out of the gate, they got stumped. They got stumped for it. I don't think it'll affect them in the long run, but it's interesting to see the first big domino in people installing apps outside of the Google play store. I don't even think Amazon does that anymore. People, people have to be alert to, I don't care where the app comes from. I think the, you know, Apple, the Apple app, uh, you know, the eco, eco environment, eco ecosystem around the app, the Apple app applications and Google, I think they do invest a lot with the uh, checking the security. But anytime you're dropping a uh, an application on your phone, you got to be alert to the its security environment. And you also have to be very alert to the permissions that it asks. Absolutely. What other permissions, when you put it in there, does that app ask uh, ask for you to be able to do in terms of uh, downloading, uh, giving its well location accuracy? You know whether or not you want that app to be able to track where you're at. All right, Tom Kelly, CEO of ID Experts out of Portland, Oregon, uh, provider of data breach and identity protect, uh, protection services such as My ID Care. Uh, Tom, I'm uh, tech security and uh, all things related to it, man. Terrific. Thanks very much. Have a good day. Thank you very much. Again, Tom Kelly, uh, again, My ID Care is uh, their identity protection services. Uh, the company is called ID Experts. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.